0: The chase is on. Welcome to Chasing Ball Game, the quick-hitting sports betting podcast. I'm Jimmy Brown, and it is Monday, and that means we're only days away to the start of the football season. Just about two and a half weeks till college football kicks off, and of course, the NFL is right behind that. To get you fully prepared to not only watch but wager on football, we have a fully loaded show ready to go. Chock full of betting information, trends, insight, and of course, Some picks for you to ponder as the season gets closer. All of this delivered in rapid-fire format because we know your time is important, so buckle in. Get ready to go. All the info in this show is delivered by chasers. Chasers are basically people I just find on the internet, usually social media, that share some great information. And I think it's so great, I want to put it together and give it out to all my listeners. So... If you want to be featured here or just share your comments or whatever it may be, just hit me up on social media. You can find me at Chasing Ball Game on both Twitter and Facebook because it's all about sharing and beating the books together. So let's get right away and look at the rundown for today. We're going to start in baseball. Look, I know we're excited about football, but we still have some baseball to cover. And today I'm going to talk about a team that will win the division. And they're not even currently in the lead. Then we go on to the college football free-for-all. Instead of looking at team previews like we did last week when I covered teams like Tennessee and Wisconsin, make sure you check out those previous episodes if you are interested. We are kicking off our new college football free-for-all, which is a quick breakdown Some of the games for week one with a pick against the spread. And finally, we have our pigskin primer. And, man, I've been waiting for this one. I have a breakdown on the Chicago Bears. The Bears fans are up in arms, and I'm going to talk about this team, cover the odds, and do a sports betting breakdown for the upcoming season. As always, chasing Ball Game is wicked quick with a pick. So let's get started, and I'm going to start off with baseball. Look, I know baseball can be slow. I know baseball is not football. But it's still worth the watch. And while we're waiting for the football, it's still worth betting on. And one team that I'm keeping my eye on, the St. Louis Cardinals. Like, right now, they're a game and a half behind the Cubs for the NL Central. The odds show the cards, about 2-1. to You can find plus 170. You can get plus 210. But baseball can change really fast. I mean, a week ago, the Cards took over first place when they beat up the Cubs. And I'll be honest with you, you might even want to wait a little bit because it could get worse for the Cards because they got a three-game set coming up with the Dodgers. They could be in a little bit of trouble there if they lose even two out of three or maybe even fall a game back to the Cubs to make it two and a half. You're going to get a better price. That's when you should probably wait to make this bet, at least if I were you, I would. Because I really think they're going to overcome the Cubs and win this division. Look, Using data I found uh, at Jeff Fogle. He posts a lot of great stuff about the Cardinals and the Cubs. And I found that by reading his stuff. Not only are the cards better than the Cubs in a few categories, they're important categories like defensive efficiency, bullpen ERA, and blown saves. Not to mention that Cubs, how about a nationally worst 21-33 and 33 in games played away from Wrigley Field? The Cubs have a 10-game road trip, an 8-game road trip, and they end the season with six games on the road in the last three in St. Louis against the Cardinals. Cardinals getting healthy at the right time in a division race that should be close. I want the home team at the end of the season and what can be a division-defining series. Give me the Cardinals. Now, college football, it's time to look into our college football free-for-all. During any given week in college football, there's a long list of games. Week 1 is no different. There is a ton of games coming up, but usually in that short week, it's hard to look at all the games. You just try to break down a few that you like, but since we have plenty of time leading up to the start of the season, we are getting things jump-started with a segment we like to call the College Football Free-For-All. It is a basic, rapid rundown of some games on the schedule, stats, trends, course, a pick. And Since we have weeks before the season starts up, we're going to cover as many games as possible, so you head into Week 1. With everything you need to know. And let's start with the kickoff game. Florida's going to go up against Miami of Florida, the U to get the season started. Great game to get things going. And these teams are going to meet for the first time since 2013. And the Gators looking like a top 10 team. They're getting a lot of credit. They're getting a lot of hype uh, under Dan Mullen coming into the season. Meanwhile, the Canes, they always get a lot of hype because they're the Canes. Uh, but they really, really want to jump back in the national spotlight. I really like their first year head coach, Manny Diaz. I think is a very good. Um, higher my big concern for the Gators is an offensive line that they basically have to rebuild they lost both of their starting tackles four starters overall as you know if you've listened to this podcast I really focus on the trenches I think that's a big deal especially early in the season and on the other side of the ball the Canes are strong up front in defense they should be able to take advantage of a unit that has given up way too many sacks even during spring practice Front line has a lot of hard work they'll need to do if they want to keep Fleepy Frank standing upright. Now, this defense of the Canes, I love them. I love their defensive line. I love their linebackers. uh, Shaq Quarterman, he leads that core. He's great. Um, They do have some questions um, with their secondary, and Florida does have some returning wide receivers. It's about six of them, so that could be tight. But I really think this game's going to be close. It's going to go down to the wire. The Hurricanes have... Uh, by the way, way covered six of the last seven against the ACC. So take the points and the Canes. I really like what's going on here, and I think that's a good pick. For the second game, I'm going to look at the UCLA versus Cincinnati. UCLA is still a big name in football, and that's most likely why they're getting a lot of money at the betting window, unless it's something I don't know. But right now they're getting over 70% of the betting action against a Cincinnati Bear Kid team. Look, they're three-point favorites in this game. They're at home. To me, that maybe not even be enough. This is Bearcats' team. They're off 11-2 season. They beat UCLA 26-17 in California. The Bruins still have a lot of things to take care of before this game kicks off. They have a three-way quarterback race. Although, if I had to pick, Dorian Thompson-Robinson will be the starter. I mean, he's the only one of the group with legitimate college experience. Chips Kelly, his best offensive player, Joshua Kelly, banged up, wearing a leg brace. He's missing practices, although they're saying he's going to play. And truth be told, this doesn't really bother me because out of any position for UCLA that I think is pretty deep, it's the running backs. But there's still a lot of teaching to do with this team. They're very young. How about 42 trash, freshmen Excuse me, and more than half are walks on, walk-ons? For the Bearcats, we're looking at Luke Fickle. He's entering his third year. He recruits very well. Last year they had the third youngest roster in the FBS, and now they have experience of a winning season, a build-off. Michael Warren, the big name in the backfield. 12th in the nation of rushing yards, 4th in touchdowns, and it's even deeper after that. Quarterback, 2018 AAC Rookie of the Year in Desmond Ritter, and look, on 3rd downs, they were very, very good last year. Bearcats, it's a key area for this team. They haven't mastered, or seem to be at least. Cincinnati was 7th in the country in 3rd down conversions, converting 48% of their 197 attempts. Defensively, the Bearcats were ranked 5th allowing teams to convert third downs only 28% of the time, which is 55 out of 194. Not only that, but the Bruins have been a bad bet for a long time. UCLA, 6-13 against the spread in their last 19 road games and 2-10 and against the spread in their last 12 non-conference games. They just don't win in this spot. They're Bearcats, to me, the much better team. They're only giving a little bit of points. Uh, three, to me, is more than manageable. I think they win again by double digits. Give me the Bearcats, minus three. That'll do it for the college football free-for-all. Now we're moving to the pigskin primer, and we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears. First, let's start things off with the odds. Now, again, remember, shop around. Get the best odds possible, depending which way you're going to bet. Right now, you see the Bears are about 7-1 to win the NFC. You can get them plus 170 to win the NFC North. They are the favorites. Packers are right behind them at about plus to 192-1. If you're interested, they're only minus 125 to make the playoffs. So if you think they're going to make the playoffs, to me, that's some pretty good value, something you may want to bet on. Um, the win total for this team, it's set at 9.5 wins. Um, at certain sports books, you can buy it or you can get it at different numbers, 9 or 10, but 9.5 is what I'm seeing uh, most across the board. And they were 15-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. I've been waiting for this preview for a long, long time because I noticed a significant increase of Bears fans on my timeline, and they all seemed to be riled up. And I didn't get it at first. I was like, man, why are they so... Uh, almost angry they were all hyped up i didn't get it then i started digging a few days ago i replied to a tweet by max markham he's very good you should give him a follow he had a breakdown of all the quarterbacks in the nfc north when they throw to the left it's actually a pretty interesting tweet and it actually had some good numbers but i found it very arbitrary and i was like man that's gonna be the most arbitrary thing i ever heard and he pretty much came back to me and said look it's not arbitrary if all you're hearing about His criticism on Mitch Trubisky and how he can't do this and he can't do that, and in this case, can't throw left. So I thought about it. I said, let me see. I'm seeing more Bears fans than ever, which is a good thing, by the way, because that means the Bears are winning. But there's more. A few days ago, I read a report, and I've seen this before. I just got an updated version for the podcast. The Bears are the most popular wager in 2019 NFL future markets at various Las Vegas sportsbooks. So when it comes to winning Super Bowl 54, they're getting a lot of action. And not only that, but they're getting a lot of action, Mitch Trubisky, to win the MVP. Now, money on the Bears to win it all? Not really surprising. Good team last year. Probably going to be good again this year, right? Mitch Trubisky, he opened up at 200-1 to to win the MVP. That has now been bet down to 60-1, to which means he's getting a lot of love. Showed up early and often, and it keeps coming in to the point where, uh, Westgate Las Vegas Super Bowl, Superbook odds maker Jeff Sherman said the Bears are the number one in ticket count, which means they're getting all the ticket, which means they're a liability for the sports books. Now, when you hear that, two things you have to know you will get. Plenty of support for the Bears, right? A lot of people are betting on them, a lot of tickets out there, and a lot of fans. But you're also going to get plenty of tickets against them. But since there's a zillion previews on the Bears, I don't want to regurgitate information that you already know. There are a few headlines out there I don't agree with, a few narratives that people are going with. First of all, the Bears have to be worse than a year ago because they'll regress to the means. They go from a team that had five wins to a team that has 12 wins, therefore they must go backwards. Look, I'm not an analytic guy. I know somebody will come up with some great stats to try to prove that that's right, but to me that's lazy handicapping. That's a lazy preview in my opinion. The other narrative is that the defense will be worse without Vic Fangio. I love Vic Fangio. I love him. I'm a big fan. I really think Denver will do very good with him as head coach. But Chuck Pagano's no slouch. In fact, to me, this defense may be even more fun to watch because usually Chuck Pagano comes with some heavy blitz schemes, so that means they'll be getting after the quarterback, which will um, always be fun to watch. But I, I do think there's an adjustment on defense because they bring in a completely new staff, and whenever you get a new coaching staff, you're going to have those adjustments, whether you're learning a system or just trying to figure out where each player fits into that system. But this defense has way too much talent to be bad They're not going to come out and be bad. Now, there are a few things that I picked up on that should be interesting for Bear fans, depending on what you think. The Bears were the third luckiest team in the NFL when it came to injuries, according to Football Outsiders' adjusted game lost metric. Now, injury luck is random. I get it, but it's important. To me, this game is too physical to get that lucky again so you can expect some injuries, but that's a vague kind of stat. I don't want to go on a limb on that. I don't want to put my money on that. I'm certainly not ready to name Mitch Trubesky MVP. I know it's getting money, not my money. 61 is not bad. If you want to throw a little beer money on it, 61, I get it. But his accuracy isn't there, and and I know I'm going to hear it from you guys, and I don't mind. He finished 26th among qualifiers in adjusted completion percentage last season. He also finished 2nd in the NFL in deep pass rate, right? Not bad. Just 19th in adjusted completion percentage in deep passes, 37%. He can improve, but he's young. And everything I'm seeing in camp – Shows that he is improving, but we all know camp can be deceiving. I mean, last year, Mahomes threw interceptions all over camp, and he ended up being the MVP. So I take that with a grain of salt. I'll look forward to watching that in the preseason. I like to look in the trenches in my previews. The offensive line is back intact. They didn't lose anybody. Pro Football Focus graded this offensive line fourth when it comes to pass blocking. That's going to help Trubisky for sure. They need to improve the grade of 14th when it comes to run blocking to keep the offensive balanced, but they got to be happy about that. The X factor, you want to see the kicking game, right? Bears fans know. I'm not going to beat you up about it. They had an awful kicking game a year ago, 23 of 30 attempts to include missing a big one that cost them plenty. Um, So I want to see that improve too. It's a good team, and I know people are going out on a limb and saying they're not even going to make the playoffs I can't buy into that. They're too good to not make the playoffs or at least too good to not be in the running. I like the moves they made. I like the coaches that they brought in to replace. Um, I like some of the players they brought into place. The schedule does have me concerned. They play a lot of very good teams, at least on paper, like the Saints, the Chargers, the Eagles, the Rams, the Cowboys, and the Chiefs. I like what the division has done, whether it's new coaches, whether it's new player personnel. I think the division will be vastly improved. So to me, 10 wins, that's going to be a lot to ask. What I do this year, I'll peg the win. The Bears on about nine wins on the season and a playoff berth. It'll either be um, the division or what should be a close division, so maybe a tie or a win out to get that division. And then I look them if they don't grab that, they're going to get a wild card. They're going to get in. But when it comes to the season win totals, the Bears will finish under nine and a half wins but it'll be close. That will do it for chasing ball game. Thanks for taking time out of your day to tune in. And if you missed anything or want to hear it again, you can find us all over the place. We're on anchor. We're on YouTube, Spotify, and growing more and more every day. Thanks to you, the chasers, please join the fun and become a chaser. All you have to do either be featured right here on the show, or if you just want to tell me my opinion is great. My opinion sucks, whatever you want to do. I'm not afraid to put it on here. I'll give you a shout out. Just hit me up on Twitter and I got you much like the latest chasers who have followed or shared information like Max Markham. If you want to follow him, you can follow him at Max Markham NFL. Good follow. I recommend it. Same with at Jeff Fogle, another good follow. We'll be back soon with more sports betting information, rapid-fire format, which will include more picks in the college football free-for-all, and, of course, more previews. Until then, win big at the betting window and keep on chasing.